Now on to the report. Welcome back to Reborn Report. I'm DJ Pfeiffer. And I'm Don Pfeiffer. And today we're going to be talking about how God has already provided everything you'll ever need in your life. That's an amazing biblical truth, DJ. Yes, it is. And it's part of our continuation of our series of God's grace and our faith. Right, exactly. And it's a big subject. And it's one I think that is not too well understood in in Christianity today. No, it's really not. And it can change your life. DJ, there are a lot of people today who don't understand that their faith only appropriates, puts into action, what God has already provided by grace. They make faith into a work, something they do, trying to almost force God to move. And as a result, they often become very frustrated. Yeah. I mean, there's thousands of people, I believe, who used to go to church who don't go anymore because they've given up on God for one reason or another. They did everything they knew to do, but God didn't move the way they thought he should or could for them, and they feel like the Lord has failed them in some way. Mm -hmm. And God didn't respond to them the way that church or religion told them that he would. I believe that this is a huge problem in Christianity today, especially among people my age. Absolutely. But it can be completely eliminated with a proper understanding that faith only appropriates what God has already provided. Yeah. We need to realize that it isn't a matter of trying to get God to do anything for us. Right. It's not about God giving. It's all about us learning how to receive. Yep. Yep. Once a person understands this biblical truth, it'll make the Christian life much simpler. The reason we should study the Word isn't so that you can earn favor with God to get an answer to prayer or or something like that. No, we need to study the Word so we can learn what God has already done, what His Mm. nature is, what He's already provided by grace. What His will is. Absolutely. And as we learn about our great salvation through Jesus Christ, faith will rise up inside of you and you'll start believing in God like you've never had before. And your relationship, God will be more real to you. Yep. This is infinitely better, a better way of thinking. And it's biblical. It'll give you peace and joy and cause you to be closer in your relationship with God. The peace that passes, surpasses all understanding. Absolutely. Right. And even then, there'll be probably still be some things that you're believing that you see that God's provided by grace that just aren't happening in your life. But when this happens, we need to just keep renewing our minds to the word. God's word works because God cannot fail. It's our belief. It's our faith that's the work in process. Work in progress. Progress, yeah. It's a good saying, though. Yeah. There are a lot of people today that are angry at God because they think he's failed to do this or that or whatever in their life. Right. But the truth is, God has never failed to do anything. If anyone has failed, 
It's us. Absolutely. We failed to understand and appropriate and receive from God. Our wrong attitude completely hinders what God wants us wants for us. Yeah, the Bible says we are saved by grace through our faith. Right, exactly. Once you understand that God by grace has already done everything, it'll help you get rid of this wrong th- religious thinking, this wrong attitude. Knowing the truth that he has provided everything that you'll ever need, that will transform your life. Mm. God has already done his part, and we shouldn't be trying again to do anything. We certainly don't need to be badgering him or begging him or pleading with him. Our prayers should become prayers of thanksgiving and praise. Yeah. 1 John 4, 8 says, God is love. Not just that God loves, that he is love. Yeah, that's, a, that's huge. God, who is perfect love, loves you infinitely more than any of us imperfect humans can ever understand. Mm. TJ, there's a good example of this in, in, in Luke. I think it's chapter 11, starting around verse 9. You want to read that passage? Yep, it's Luke 11, 9 through 13. There you go. And so I tell you, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. You fathers, if your children ask for a fish... Do you give them a snake instead? There you go. Or if you ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? There you go. Jesus asked the people, how many of you would treat your children so badly that if they asked for a fish, you'd give them a snake? If they asked for an egg, you'd give them a scorpion. Well, it sounds like something you'd do to me as a joke. (laughs) Well, not to mention it. (laughs) Well, none of us would ever treat our children that way, right? I mean, if we did, we'd be locked up. Maybe. Is that a law? (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Well, then, what what Jesus is saying, if we humans who are corrupt, sinful, and do things to pleasure ourselves are better than that, well, how do we come off thinking that our almighty loving God is somehow less compassionate than yeah. we are? He's much more compassionate than right. we are. Yep. You see, there's some seriously wrong attitudes in the body of Christ today. The Bible makes that clear. The answer is to fully understand the balance between grace and faith. Which is what we've been talking about. Absolutely. God, by grace, has anticipated the needs of the entire human race, Mm. as well as all of us individually. Before you ever had a problem, DJ, God already solved it. He made the supply before you ever had the need. (laughs) There's nothing that will ever come into your life that will catch God by surprise. Nope. (laughs) The Lord has already dealt with everything, but still... That doesn't mean you'll experience the provision. You have to appropriate and the appropriate response of faith. Mm. That's the key. That's the key. Instead of getting into panic or worry or fear, you must learn to trust what he's done 
and rest in his word. A good example would be like saying, Father, God, when you pray, I don't care what the doctor says. So you went to the doctor and you got a bad report. I don't care what the doctor said. I know the Bible says, by your stripes, I'm healed. I'm going to claim that healing. I'm going to claim that provision for myself. Yep. You see, that's the attitude God wants us to have. And once you've established this attitude and then you start living it and start speaking it, it will create in you such great sense of peace. Yeah, exactly. You'll know that nothing will ever happen to you that God hasn't already anticipated. And that the supply was there before the need ever even was. Yeah. It'll give you a confidence that you don't have to be afraid of whatever the devil throws at you because it simply doesn't matter because God has already given you the victory. Yeah, if you have the right attitude, the devil has to tuck tail and run. Yep. Yeah. Because God's stronger than us. And see, we can't conquer the devil on our own. He's, a, he's in the spiritual realm. He knows God better than we do, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But when we have the Holy Spirit living and dwelling in us, that gives us the power to defeat the devil. Yep. And that's true Bible faith. And that kind of faith will not only give your life consistency, it'll make you happy. If you're an up and down kind of Christian, I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. You call them roller coaster Christians. Yeah. If you know, I've been there myself. If you're up and happy, as long as everything's going good, and you're praising God when everything's going good. But then say a tragedy comes and hits your life unsuspectedly, mm-hmm. all of a sudden. And you go down into depression or worry or fear. Anxiety. Anxiety. And you start maybe get religious and you start seeking God and you start praying real hard, pleading with him for an answer until he comes through. And then if he does, you get back up on your roller coaster again. Does that sound familiar? I'm sorry, but if that's you, you're what the Bible calls a carnal-minded person. What's that mean? Well, it means that you aren't resting in God. You're living by what you observe in your sense through your senses in the physical natural realm. You haven't learned or fully don't understand that God by grace has already provided everything, every yeah. answer. Yep. I hope you can see and that learning how to operate in this way of thinking, this biblical truth in this teaching will bring you not only consistency to your faith and, 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 and raise your faith, it'll give you real peace and joy. Yep. What's the Bible call it? The peace that surpasses all understanding. Absolutely. Because you can't get that in the natural world. No. Nope. It will cause your attitude to be consistent the same all the time. Why? Because God is that way. God is the same all the time. Aren't you happy for that? Yeah. And even though our circumstances may change, our finances, our health may change, many other things may fluctuate in our life. The truth is God's supply is 100% the same all the time. Hmm. That's, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. God has the provision, the answer, before you have the need. When you understand that you don't need to do something to get God to respond to you, that'll take a lot of pressure off you. Yep. 
Let and go and let God. Yeah. And that's the good news. That's how great God is. That's how awesome his grace and his love are. But very few Christians have this attitude because few really understand that we're saved through grace by or by grace through faith. Yeah, exactly. You know, a lot of people either emphasize, well, it's just up to God. We're waiting on him. Whatever God's will is, well, that'll come to pass. Remember, whatever, whatever will be, will be. Yep. And they're just passive. They're not taking the authority that Jesus has given us. And without even realizing it, really what they're doing is left the devil beating them up because they're misunderstanding the sovereignty of God. Mm. Or, on the other hand, there are those people who will pray real hard, study the Bible extra long, beg and plead with God, trying to force him to do something for him. By doing that, really, they're just becoming like God themselves by taking on so much responsibility with their actions, mm. their great actions of faith, to trying to make things happen. And that can cause people to be very frustrated. Yeah. The fundamental Bible truths that we're sharing in these podcasts that we've been sharing for all of our podcasts will really make a positive difference in your life. But if you think that God is controlling everything and causing all the tragedies, illnesses, heartbreaks, all the issues, then there's no way that you're going to be able to resist the trouble or the devil who's causing the trouble. Absolutely. And if you think that the Lord will respond to you and you are the one making God move somehow by your great faith, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. That's also wrong. Biblically. Yeah. Truthfully, we can't bear that kind of responsibility. We simply aren't created capable of doing that. Mm. We're born into sin. We're flawed. Only God's perfect. Only God knows everything. And that's why a lot of people become so what I call religiously frustrated and give up on God. Please understand what we're talking about, this biblical truth. God loves you so much more than you know and so much more than you love yourself. God loves your family more than you love them. He wants you to succeed and be happy more than you want it for yourself. The person that you love the most and you think that you couldn't possibly love them more, God loves them more. Yeah. Well, it makes me fall in love with God more yeah. knowing that. Yep. It makes me want to do things to seek him more. Yep. To find out and to have a better relationship with him. God, by grace, has provided everything that's necessary for you to accomplish what he wants you to do. It's already there. It's already been done. It's already in the spiritual realm waiting for you. Yeah. It's just a matter of us simply resting and trusting that God has already provided everything that we need. Yeah. And that might sound easy and simple, but it really can be the hardest thing you'll ever do to truly rest in God. You're absolutely true, DJ. Nothing, that's a truer statement couldn't be said. Uh, something like that is in Hebrews uh, chapter 4. Hebrews 4, around the verse 11. Why don't you read that? It says, So let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God as the people of Israel did, we will fall. 
read that again. Let, it says, let us do our best, meaning that it's difficult to yeah, do. Let us do our best. I mean, if it was easy, rest. he wouldn't say it that way. No. Yeah. Let us do our best. Uh, we're Not re- just enter rest. Yeah. He said, let us do our best to it, enter that, the rest. That means it's, it's effort. Yeah. It, 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 it takes work to yeah. get into that understanding and to really trust and rest in God. Yep. And that kind of sounds contradictory on the surface, but it's exactly the truth. The hardest thing we'll ever do is to get to a place where we trust that has already been done mm. instead of thinking that it still needs to be done. Right, yeah. You know, I got to get God to heal me. No, it's already happened. I, I got to pray harder. Nope, you already did it. To receive my healing. Nope, you already did it. No, it's, it's already been done. You know, it's real challenging for us because we're carnal-minded to control our tongue, to control our actions, our thoughts, our anxieties. It takes real effort. You see, we have to get into God's Word and let it dominate our minds Mm. to change our thinking instead of going along with what the world has to say. It says so. And do you want to read Romans 12 too? It's a common, everybody knows that verse, but. I think it's important to read that again. Romans 12, 2. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Wow. You know, what translation are you reading from? That's the New New Living. Living. I love that translation there. Um, read it again. I think it's so good. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. Look, at it, it says, don't copy not only the behavior, but the customs. Of this world. What people say and do. Yeah. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Now, transformation. You th- I, you th- I think of that movie Transformers. Yeah. Where they're like a car and then they change you into a robot. Yeah, I've seen it. Change into something different. Yeah. So if we're if God's transforming us, by changing the way we think, that means our old natural way of thinking has to go out. Your translation says the renewing of your mind. Renewing of your mind, yeah. So your old way of thinking goes out, and guess what goes in? New thinking. What God says. Yeah, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. What's God's will for me? Pleasing, good, pleasing, and perfect. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah. <laughs> God is good, people. He's great. He's the he's your best friend. He's got everything you need, the answer for everything. Um, but it takes real effort on our part because it's not natural to us. Yeah. That's it's the not, key. It's not what we naturally grow up That's in. where people start to lose it a little right, bit. Right. And, and it's exactly what we talked about in our last podcast, uh, what Paul said. Yeah. You want to read that again? I th- remember it was in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Yep. You probably still, I still got have it marked. Yeah. But whatever I am now, it is all because God poured out a special favor on me, oh. and not without results. For I have worked harder than any of the other apostles. What did he do? He worked harder <laughs> than any of the other apostles, who also worked pretty hard. Yet it was not I, but God who was working through me there by his grace. Wow. See how, see it's God's grace, but it had to be appropriated by Paul's faith. faith. And he said, he worked hard to do that. Yeah. It took effort on his part. And if you read Why? what he wrote we, he, in the New Testament, yeah. he worked hard. He he was just, he's a natural man. He had the world's ways and his own old way, old way of thinking that he was battling with, just like we do today. Yep. It takes a lot of effort on our part to trust 
And then, like DJ said, rest in the truth that God has already done it. But if you don't know it, if you don't see it in the Word, then you can't believe it. Yep. The truth is he's already provided everything that you'll ever need through his grace. That's, that's how awesome God is. Praise God. It's really just a matter of us learning how to receive it through our faith. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to stop. Okay. Because we have coming up in the second half of our... We're introducing a new series that we hope will continue to other things. We mentioned it last week. It's called Reborn Reports Reimagined. And this week we're doing hot dog toppings. Reimagined hot dog toppings. Stick around. You don't want to miss it. During the editing process of this episode, some of our audio quality was compromised. We apologize for the inconvenience. Thank you for your support. Okay, welcome back. We're in the room now with my mom. She's helping us out today. With our hot dog, what do you call this? I'm calling it Reborn Reports Reimagined Hot Dog Toppings. Yeah, we were going to have a hot dog taste test at one time. We thought that's already been done. Yeah. People have compared Rhett and Link on Good Mythical Morning did a hot dog taste yeah, test. Yeah, so you decided you wanted to do Will It Hot Dog, yeah. but Rhett and Link already done yeah. that. So we can't do that, but you came up with the idea of what now? Reborn Reports Reimagined Hot Dog Toppings. So and just to instead of evaluating different types of hot dogs we have all the same hot dog and we've put and weird stuff on top of them. weird yeah different toppings that you wouldn't normally put on a hot dog so my mom helped us out with that say hi mom hello normally we have joelle but joelle was preoccupied tonight so my mom decided family, to step pic in. family picture night yeah so it was yeah okay so um thank you gail for helping us so we have six different hot dogs with six different reimagined toppings. And we're going to make a little game out of it. We're not going to just taste them and tell you if they're good or not. Yeah, we tried to come up with stuff that's weird. and um, Probably of, won't taste good. Some of it may be okay and some of it might not make it. So here's the challenge, Deej. Mm -hmm. We each get a point. We're going to cut the hot dog in half. Yep. Because I don't think each of us can eat six What if any dogs. of them make you sick? Do you have oh, something well, over there? Yeah, we have our... Okay, good. Uh, even mind. if we can't swallow it, we got our pail to... Um, spit. Spit it out. <laughs> so so if, we, if we take a full bite... A full bite. And we swallow it... That's one point for We us. get a point. Yeah. If we eat our whole half... Two points. We get two points. If you spit it out, no points. No points. Am I supposed to keep track? No, we'll, I'll tally well, it up in the video. Yeah, we, we can tally it up. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Should we tell our audience what's on our toppings as no, we we'll, go? we'll go one at a time. Okay. Okay, we might as well get, let's get, let's get this hot dog train rolling. Train rolling. <laughs> our first one is a, what do you call it? I'm calling this one PB and JD. D standing for dog. Peanut butter and jelly dog. Peanut butter and jelly dog. Okay. Let's, let's get the camera, get a good shot. Get a good picture of it. I got the knife to cut it. You can it's, see the peanut butter and jelly running it's out It's loaded there. with peanut butter and jelly, and I use grape jelly. Here you go. Cut it up. It's loaded. Make I, sure you cut I, it in the middle now. I have never had hot dog with peanut butter or jelly on it. It's going to be weird. So can you grab your half? You have yeah. good tasting hot dogs? Now, it's, it's going to be a mess because hot, a hot dog with jelly that's melting. All right, here we go. Ready? 
So we're just going to try one bite first to see if Ready? we can actually. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. Not bad. That is definitely. It's, mine's dripping all over my hand. Yeah, it's definitely edible. What do you think? It's weird. I, I, I almost I almost would actually put peanut butter and jelly on a hot dog now. Are they good hot dogs? Not really. Oh. <laughs> I'm scoring two on this one. I'm eating the whole thing. It's, it's like trouble to work my way through it with all the <laughs> with all the peanut butter. I loaded it up with peanut butter and jelly. Well, I figure, you know, a hot dog's pretty meaty, so you need a lot to put a peanut butter and jelly on it. I can't believe you ate the whole thing, Don. That quick. Mm-hmm. You trying to, like, make your way into Nathan's hot dog eating con contest? I didn't mind that. <laughs> How about you, DJ? I know it sounds weird to put... It's not bad. It's not. Okay, so, so we, got two points we both score on that. Not bad. Peanut, okay, what'd you call it? P, B, and J, D. Mm -hmm. I, I ranked that as a, a usable topping, yeah. an edible topping that nobody would ever think of. It's not the worst thing in the world. Okay, here we are with our second one, and this is a classic. Corn dog. Corn dog. But it's actual corn. Now, I've had a corn dog before. I know they sell them a lot at fairs, and you can even buy them in a grocery store, but... I don't like them. Like classic corn dogs? Yeah. Did I show them before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Show the corn dog. It's this, got cream corn on it's it. It's got, it's a hot dog with cream corn. That's it. Now, I think this is going to be good. I don't think it's going to be better than a corn dog. Okay, here we go. Let's try it. These buns are huge. That's actually really good. It is good. If you haven't put cream corn on a hot dog before, I would suggest you do it. This is actually really good. Oh, your corn's falling off the back end. I'm surprised how good this is. Well, when we, when we decided to do it, we thought corn dog had to be done. I thought, let's just use regular corn, but when we went to the store to buy it, I thought cream corn, because cream corn is sweeter. It's sweeter. And it's got the sauce, and that sweetness and sauce makes a really good hot dog topping. Mm -hmm. People at home, listening audience, make yourself a corn dog with some cream corn. You beat them this time, Deej. I think it's actually better <laughs> than the peanut butter and jelly dog. Yeah, I say it's a little better, but I didn't think the peanut butter and jelly dog was bad. So we got four points each now. Okay. Moving on to the next one. Okay, now we got the next hot dog. This is number three. And I'm calling this one the hot potato. Like the game, you know, hot potato? Hot potato. Because it's a loaded potato on top of a hot dog. We use mashed potatoes. We got bacon bits, uh, chives. And me melted cheddar cheese. Yeah, cut that and, one up, And it's sour cream in the in the mashed potatoes. Oh, really? So this is truly a loaded potato dog. Show it, show it first. I think this one 
looks the best. Yeah, this this people probably have had this before. I don't know. I've never had it before. I've never heard of anything such thing. But it looks good. It looks good. This will be a new feature. Make sure you cut it in the middle. That my side's huge. This will be it's a new still bigger. Well, you're bigger than me. No, this, I'm not. this will be a new feature at the at the Cattaraugus County Fair next year. Now this is a lot of carbs right here. And you're on a carb diet. So I don't know if I'm gonna be able to eat this whole thing. Well, you'll be behind me in points. Well, I think I can. And make... the winner gets a brand new car. <laughs> you paying for it? <laughs> look Let's at that. Doesn't that look good? Look at that. Looks good. I'm gonna go in for a bite here. You ready? Yeah. Ready? I can't even wrap my mouth around this thing. Holy crap. Wow. He just engulfed it. Well, oh. There's a lot of mashed potatoes on there. Well, you know what? I actually like the corn dog better. Me too. And I like the peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. Honest, honestly, I like the peanut butter and j- jelly just as well as this. I like this better than the peanut butter and jelly. It's, but it's good. The corn dog's still my favorite. Try a loaded potato dog. It's not bad. I guess I'm going to finish it. Somebody's going to steal your ideas at the fair and make lots of money. Yeah, I think this would be a good fair. People <laughs> would sell this at a fair. I don't know about the peanut butter and jelly one. It probably wouldn't sell very many. Unless it was deep fried. Yeah, they deep fry everything. Man, you eat these things quick. Mmm. All right, last bite. Holy. Holy. <laughs> don't try that at home. So we've done three so far. We've got three to go. Which one was your favorite? Corn dog. I think the corn dog was my favorite too. And then I'll, I'm going to tie the peanut butter and jelly and the loaded potato dog. I know you give the loaded potato dog the, the, the odds up on the mm-hmm. over the peanut butter and jelly dog. So far, I definitely think that the peanut butter and jelly PB and JD was the worst hot dog we've tried. But did you think it was edible? Yeah. Would you ever make one? No. No, I probably wouldn't either. <laughs> okay. On to number four. Okay, so for the next one, we've tried savory foods mm-hmm. with um, hot potato and cream corn. Cream corn was a little sweet. And we tried a lunch, which was peanut butter and jelly. So this next one is a hot dog sundae. A hot dog sundae, get it? This hot is a dessert dog. Sundae. Okay, and what we have on this, okay. and I, did, I forgot the sprinkles. Oh, that's fine. Sprinkles are overrated. What we have on this hot dog. Show it first. Thanks for reminding me. We have have hot fudge. Hot fudge. We have caramel sauce. Caramel. We have Cool Whip. Whipped cream. And give me the wetty grip. Wait, hold on. Hold before you cut it. Oh, you're going to put a little more on? Yeah, because it melted. Okay, throw some more on. Because of the heat of the hot dog. What Grandpa used to say? There's no such thing as too much whipped cream or Cool Whip. Can't have too much Cool Whip. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't that look pretty? Now show the audience it. All right, I'm gonna cut this sucker out. This is dessert dog. Hot dog Sunday. Hot dog Sunday. All right. Something tells me this is gonna be kind of gross. Yeah, it's a little too sweet for meat. 
Yeah. <laughs> Too sweet for me. I don't know about chocolate sauce on a hot dog. Or caramel. Here we go. Or maraschino cherries. Did you get a cherry? Yeah, I got two. You got two? Yeah, I got two. Okay. We got to be fair. This is going to be... I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish this whole thing. Mm. Mm Mm-mm. Oh, that is just weird. (laughs) He's going to beat you, though, Deej. I do not recommend putting cherries on a hot dog. I don't rem- recommend chocolate or caramel or whipped cream. <laughs> no, this this is this is the worst one. Yeah, do not try this at home. This is dessert dog is not a good dessert. No. Oh, but you're not going <laughs> to let him beat you, are you, Deej? I can't let him get a point ahead. <laughs> well, it's actually. Not- it's not. I un- just tasted the chocolate and the hot dog together. Oh. I've only got one more bite left, though. It's not unedible. No, it's not like it makes me want to vomit. Well, my stomach is starting to rumble. <laughs> With all the stuff we put in it. Oh, I keep dropping Wait till the these next two. Oh, wait a minute. Cherry must go back on. I'll eat it separate. No, that, that's no. <laughs> You'll lose half a point. That's gross. <laughs> mm. Something about the cherry with the hot dog. That's probably the worst. That one I rank at the bottom so far. Definitely the worst one we've had. I think so. Which really surprises me because I thought the peanut butter and jelly would be gross. This upset my stomach. Something about tasting the processed meat of a hot dog while eating the sweets of everything else. Just the chocolate does not go with a hot dog at all. It is nasty. All right, there you have it. Number four, do not make a dessert dog with hot fudge and caramel. and Find another way to make a dessert dog (laughs) if you really want to. All right, here we are with hot dog number five. And as we move on, they get worse. And this, this is one, the one I'm we least call, excited for. We call it the fishy wiener. <laughs> <laughs> because it has clams. Oh, I can smell it. It has tuna. Tuna. And I bought albacore tuna. Oh, thank I you. Figure, I figure as long as we're going to do this, we at least get good tasting tuna. Yeah, thanks. That means a lot. That really helps. But the thing that you've never had, and I've had them before... Is it's got sardines on top of it. I can smell it right now. And sardines come in either you can get them in a water sauce, you can get them in a oil space. Mm -hmm. And I got it in a hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, I saw them in a hot sauce, but I got them in my favorite mustard sauce. Well, what do you put in a hot dog? Mustard sauce. No, what is the fish? I forgot. It's not anchovies, sardines. Sardines. Yeah, I've never had a sardine. No, and I think. Well, what have you better, ever? What better way to try a sardine for the first time <laughs> on a hot than dog. on a hot dog? Well, have you now, ever had canned clams before? No, that's what's on there, canned clams. But Smell that. I did. I did taste them when I was putting these hot dogs. How's it together. taste? It, it tastes like a clam. All right, cut that. But dog. here's the thing. Show it first. My grandfather used to eat sardines with Limburger cheese and. 
white saltine crackers and he'd make little sandwiches. He put a white saltine cracker with a with a sardine on it and then a slice of Limburger cheese on top of that. Oh, it's it's fishy. Smell it. Oh, you do not want oh <laughs> cut it. You know what that smells like? Like if you're walking by the lake and there's a dead fish, a dead carp there. that's yeah. been spiking in the sun, it's bloated oh, and that, half of it's that's gone. A, that's exactly what it smells <laughs> it like. Is. And you're gonna eat it. You want to? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a negative point. This one is going to be tough. Cut it. You mind if I give you the bigger half? No. Now two sardines a piece. Yeah, make this make fair. Sure it's even. It's even. It's not. You got two sardines. I'm not half. eating this one. Oh, this is this is <laughs> DJ. Who, who this was your idea now show show yeah show them the sardine lift your sardine up so i can see just the sardine oh you can see it look at that there's a sardine on there you got that can of cool up over there so i can just spray it in the this mouth is not good all right let's try it you ready you oh. got your puke bucket ready should i count no this is <laughs> i don't know about this one. Oh god <laughs> i don't know if i can even make myself do it it smells so bad. Hold your breath and just take a bite. Look at the hot dog for a second. Well, my sardine fell. No, you got to put that on or that's a negative it's, point. It's on. Back on. Look at all the crap that's on there and then look at the hot dog. The hot dog looks like the weirdest processed, most processed thing. Here we go. Oh, my stomach just turned. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> Do it. Do it! <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Oh, there we go. That was a huge bite. Oh. I'm so fat. <laughs> Come on, DJ, take okay. a bite. Oh. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> that is terrible. Come on, DJ, take a bite. If I swallow it, I'm one point ahead oh. of you. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you groaning and moaning. Wait, no, I gotta have something to drink. You okay? Here I go. You ready? If you if you eat that, then you deserve to win. <laughs> the new car. It almost made me puke. Oh, is there bones in the sardine? I don't know, but they are <laughs> horrible. <laughs> My grandpa used to eat them. Okay, I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oh, the taste. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on! Mm. Oh, mm. you didn't mm -mm. even. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Chew it, chew, chew. Come on! <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> it's horrible. Gail, would you please give me some more of my tea? Because I have to have more to drink. That was just. Oh, I bit down on this. Ah. Uh. Uh. Thank you. I bit down on the sardine in the tail. Uh, uh, the <laughs> tail? <laughs> the taste. You're going to throw. I really. Uh, no, no, no. It is the most fishy. The, it's the most rotten fishy taste I've ever tasted. It's still in my mouth. And you can't get rid of it. I can't get rid of it. Well, I think the next one might help you get rid of it. Well, <laughs> I'm dying. Get is this what death feels like? Throw it away, Deej, so you don't have to keep smelling it. Okay. Okay. Now, I don't know how many of you at home or listening audience have eaten sardines before. Do but not put them on a hot dog. That is terrible. Maybe if you put it between a saltine cracker 
with some really strong cheese. I thought to, you liked sardines. I used to eat them with my grandfather. But, you know, I, I just wedge between a cracker, you know, saltine cracker takes some of that fishy taste away, the saltiness of the cracker. No. But eating it like that, I, I tried. I, I, I did too. I took one bite and it, my, my body said no. I started chewing it. I almost had it. Yeah, you did better than I did. I took one bite and my body said, nope. I had it all chewed up and then I felt regurgitation <laughs> yeah. coming along. <laughs> yeah. And I said, no, this can't happen. I really thought I was going to be able to swallow that. I did. Going into this, I was like, that's not going to be that big of a deal. I, I couldn't, couldn't. No, I couldn't eat. I would have. I would have. I'm not a picky eater and I'm not like, I don't get grossed out by stuff, but my body would not let me swallow that. Does my your, stomach turned as soon as I Does your mouth still taste real fishy? Yes. It tastes like metal. Metal? Yeah. Metal. Uh, I'm sweating. I'm all... Ugh. If I would have swallowed that, I know it would have come back up. Yeah, me too. Okay, here we go with the last one. Last one coming in. Now, you know what this is, Dad? Uh, this... This was all you. Is a hot dog. That's Emphasis what, that's on the hot. Uh, because... It's, you can see there's jalapenos on top there, but that's not where the hotness comes from. I bought salsa that is made exclusively with Carolina Reapers. You know what Carolina Reapers are, Dad? They're the hottest pepper known to man. One of them. Yeah. I think there's one that's hotter now. And I have, you buy that in a big jar, and I've tasted a tiny bit on the tip of a spoon in about burn a hole through my chest this is smoke came out my ears you know i didn't really think about what we were doing just now <laughs> listen, until right now <laughs> listen i put a heap in tablespoon we put a bunch on here a heap in tablespoon did you pick it up and show it i think so i, I don't know why you put the uh jalapenos on it fruit because, well they're gonna make it cooler not really all oh, that that sauce you got is just that Reaper, what do you call it? Carolina Reaper. Might as well call it the Grim Reaper. <laughs> I think that's why they call it that. You know what I might need? Some milk. milk. Well, let's taste it and see what happens here. Uh, All I'm, I know after you guys eating this, I'm glad I worked tonight. But I, I, I don't know if I can eat that. Let's try it. Come on, you got to try. Wait, let me smell it. Oh, it smells hot. See, I, I have been like, I really want to try a whole Carolina Reaper. And I think if I ever do, I'll, tr I'll do it on this podcast. But I've been working my way up to eating hotter and hotter things. You know this. I eat hot stuff all the time. Yeah. And I eat this on like tacos and stuff, but I put a very small amount. Well, there's like, you have about a teaspoon on there. Well, let's try it. See what happens here. No. <laughs> Come on. No. Pick it Gotta up. Gotta try it. You're going to let me take the but, win? But do we have to take a big bite? Yeah. You have, to, you, you have to get at least one jalapeno. Okay, oh. I'll call 911. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Here we go. eyes are watering for anyone who's listening and not watching this he just downed the entire hot dog figured, oh. he figured it was hot he might as well eat it all at one time oh. <laughs> the flavor's good <laughs> oh. 
Oh, it's burning. How's it taste, though? I'm not having trouble. He, he can't taste this. Oh. <laughs> I'm sweating. Are you sweating? Oh. I am sweating. Okay. This kind of stuff doesn't bother you, though. No, it's not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. Yeah. My, You could put gasoline in my <laughs> mouth and light it, and it wouldn't be any hotter. <laughs> Gail, would you get me, please? Because if I don't drink some more, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I eat this last bite, we tie. Yeah, we do. And I think you're going to eat it. Yeah, but you oh, I I'm just really sweating real bad. My mouth doesn't hurt too bad. Your mouth doesn't hurt? A little bit. My mouth hurts. My tongue, I can't feel my tongue at all. And now my throat, and, I, and I'm starting, I, I feel it burning in my stomach. I got to go drink some milk. What do you think is going to happen later when it gets through you? Oh, no. For the listening audience, he's now holding up whipped cream. You can never have too much wood crap aside. You can never have too much cool whip. Does that help? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you ate that whole thing. I don't know how you I really didn't expect you to even get a bite down. No, I'm good. I'm not I'm not dying like you are. Mm. <laughs> So which one did you think was the best overall? Well, I would say, you know, that, all kidding aside, that last one. Tasted good. It tasted, well, I, I, I briefly tasted something before my mouth turned to fire. Yeah. Is your mouth still hot? My tongue is numb. Yeah. Very When hot. I breathe in, it like hurts. Yeah. That's one of the hottest things I've ever eaten, ever. Well, if you guys liked us eating hot and I, stuff, I don't, I don't know why you, how, why you'd eat that on a normal basis. If you like Dad's reaction to eating that, send us Carolina Reapers and we'll eat one whole. He will. I won't. No, we will. No, I won't. If you send us a Carolina Reaper, we will eat them whole. Speak for yourself, my son. <laughs> It was, I didn't think it was bad. Well, my favorite. My favorite was the corn dog. I thought that was the best. I think the corn dog, I I would eat that. I would actually make that. Yeah, if I had a can of cream corn and hot would, dog sitting there, I might throw it on top. And honest to goodness, I didn't mind a PB&J dog. I think my favorite was the corn dog. My second favorite was the hot dog. Are you kidding me? I liked it. What well, was the, your least favorite? <laughs> oh, the dessert dog was terrible. That was your least favorite? Oh, no, that, the fishy wiener. <laughs> that was like eating something. A dead fish. Oh, it was terrible. Which is what it was, but it was like a rotten dead fish. Terrible. Well, thanks for watching. If you, want us to reimagine, if you want us to reimagine other things, give us ideas, comment what you think we should do next. And thanks for watching the serious part of our podcast, too. Uh, we believe in God, we believe in the Bible, and the whole purpose of our podcasts 
are to help you get a better understanding of, of God's Word and who He is so you can get to know God better and have a better relationship with Him because it will make your life better. He will improve the quality of your life. And we can have some fun along the way. Absolutely. Well, God's a God of humor. Yeah. I don't believe you ate what we ate. I don't think you would have ate those <laughs> sardine, the fishy wiener. No. All right. Thanks for watching, and we'll catch you back next week. All right. Thank you. Bye. See you, see you guys.